Cognitive Contortions is a podcast designed with the intent of diving deep into a variety of conspiracy theories. While the hosts have closely examined the information available, it should be noted that they are not experts in any field of any kind. The following audio content is intended for entertainment purposes only and can tend to be offensive, though it seems pertinent to acknowledge that depending on who you are, almost anything could be considered offensive. And the data presented should only be critiqued by the laziest of critics. Enjoy. The Pope is a lizard and so is the Queen who murdered Diana and got away clean. Obama's a Kenyan and Reagan falls that a couple more inches it's still like the thing is that each time he moves it he leans up closer to it yeah <laughs> all right so john ham does that sound good that sounds all right you can eat ham you can cook ham you can john ham you can't go ham <laughs> sound good distance that works how about this if you if you want to lean back like that, then just move it back to where I had it. Oh my! Sh- However, just pick pick how you're gonna sit and then stay within <laughs> roughly that. <laughs> you got like to here or to here from the mic. All right. That's what you got. You got right. like a eight inch to ten inch like. I got well. It depends on how warm it is. Excuse me. Don't worry about it. So I have a I had a like had a long. You're day, wonderful. I didn't like lug around eighty six inch TVs bleeding out of my ball sack. <laughs> so I won't whine. Hey. Appreciate that. Did you tell your doctor that you had to go, like, lift heavy shit when you go back to work? Because that's going to have a lot to do with when they say you can or can't go back to work after you get your ball snipped. Oh. No. Yeah, you probably should have mentioned oh. that. God. So, I think it's I think it was less actually, like, lifting and carrying things. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not straining my sack a whole lot doing that. Could be wrong. I think it was more of, <laughs> I think it was more of like, sitting up in the van while driving. Ugh. And trying to get in and out of it, and my nuts just kind of flailing about. Flailing? Just <laughs> smacking flailing against my legs. So, all right, two things. One, you need a donut seat so your balls have somewhere to hang or at least sit unhindered or pressured when you're driving. Second, you need a jock strap, but more like a ball strap that just holds them in place at all times. That way they're not flipping and flopping like around between your legs. Third thing, like a bra? I don't... Like a push-up bra? Yeah, like a push-up bra, bra for your, your testes. <laughs> The testy bra. Um, testy bra. And then third thing you need is, a, or third thing to realize is it may not be that your balls are getting strained, but it's everything attached to them that is when you're lifting heavy shit, and that will affect them. It's like... Sciatica. Like the, 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 that song, I think it goes, the, the dick bones connected to sciatica. Yeah. <laughs> the sciatica is connected to everything. And everything makes life shit. Yeah. Tell me about That's it. It's true. My balls hurt. Record. Yeah. <laughs> they were really bad and my balls were fine. <laughs> maybe sci- maybe sciatica is making this whole vasectomy thing worse. Honestly, it's all one nerve. Like your dick's connected straight to it. Your dick's actually the tip of the sciatica. <laughs> and it's just like Oh man, the like tip linguine. of the sciatica. Linguini. I just think it's kind of selfish to have kids when you don't want them, so 
That's true. That's right why everyone there. does yeah. it. If you ever do want them, you can always be like, hey, Doc, go uh, reattach snip, snap, that. Snip, snap. No way, brother. Yeah, I wouldn't. Brother. I wouldn't either. Apparently, that's like half of the deterrent is that like you did it and now it sucks and you don't ever want to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else goes in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How much money would it take for you to go in for a vasectomy and leave with no dick? None. No way. I gotta have my dick. Yeah. I. I yeah. Yeah. If I don't have my dick. What am I? It's not even. <laughs> not even worth it. Uh, that is, that's my well, you said that I was don't. like gotta have my pop <laughs> those old commercials don't get me wrong I'm the only one using my dick but I still enjoy it hmm. need it to pee in things <laughs> you put a straw straw up there you straw pee. Yeah, you pee out of a straw Whoa. somebody put a straw in your, in your sack I know you said nothing else is going in there but say your dick up and runs off you did <laughs> up and runs off have you checked on yours lately is it still there I check. I, I check when he's sleeping, just he's to small. make sure. He's small. He's small. No, Scott and I have a silent arrangement. He sends me a dick pic every month just to remind me that, like, I do have it. And I'm, I'm like, what's up with like, these lumps? And he's like, I'm a, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> My professional medical advice is, I'm not a doctor. Go see one. My dick's not small. It's nothing, it's nothing to brag about, but it's not small. It's, an, it's your average dick. Your average dick. Like, your average unused... What you'd expect. <laughs> it's what you'd expect. Nobody's yeah, it's thrilled. Like, like you said, it's like that unused, it's like, what you'd it's like shotgun over the mantle that's been like in your family for generations. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's like you can see it. But it's not going to... It, it won't overwhelm you. I'm about to say, yeah, nobody, nobody's thrilled, but nobody's like I underwhelmed. Be like, yes, I've seen one of these before. <laughs> it's, as, it's as the others I've seen. It's like in the moving pictures. <laughs> the moving pictures. Man. And action. Good evening, listener, and welcome back to Cognac Contortions. <laughs> I am not your host. Neither am I. His dick's just fine. <laughs> and I am here, and I am your host. Welcome back to the Cognitive Contortions podcast. I am Tyler John Henry. Hooray! So, uh, yeah, you guys just want to pick up, I guess, where we left off? With the dicks? With the, no, not there. <laughs> so, from to catch you up, we've been talking about Scott's dick. Just and my balls. Apparently. And Tyler's balls. Tyler's balls are a wreck, but Scott's dick is exactly what you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> Neither Tyler's under balls, or overwhelming. Tyler's balls are not what you would expect. Only one is bruised right now, though. That's the oh. weird thing. Well, I mean, like, we're like really fucking bruised. Like, yeah. it's, it's almost scary. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the mountain punted me in the nutsack. Oh, my God. Gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This like but just the, 36. Just like the one side though. Like he clipped one, but he like really kicked the other nut, yeah. the one that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. you no. missed the first time. You got both of them the second time. <laughs> like yeah. one one there. saved the other one. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He just jumped in front of the other Nay. one to, try to save his brother. I'm bigger, I can take it. <laughs> I think medically speaking though, it's, it's sidebar. Like one is bigger than the other, right? It's kind of like boobs, right? Yeah, the bigger one is actually. You're the one. one you're apparently all, the one with the pristinely average dick. You tell us. I feel like What's it's probably just that? like <laughs> dick is just perfectly symmetrical. Oh, oh man! <laughs> all right, moon, all right. Moon stuff. Moon, moon stuff. stuff. So yeah, last time we talked uh, a lot about fake moon landing shit. Right. Uh, and you write so much stuff. I know. Yeah. And then we just talk about other stuff. We uh, we went over. <laughs> so whatever the one was, you said you could see it. 
you were like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's so crazy, much. right? He puts mm-hmm. so much work in it. He works so hard. We we're just, so bad we at it. We just show it's up a lot and of drunk and talk about yeah. it. Oh, it's, a, it's a lot of like sorting through what's relevant, what's not, okay, and cutting certain things that are repetitive out, but words, a lot of it is... Seeing how many words are there, I picture you like sitting like 3 a.m., <laughs> like just mm-hmm. pondering over like existence and like going through like manuscripts and all these things and like typing out your manuscripts. Thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm sitting in an old dilapidated library yes. in the basement with <laughs> with old worn scrolls transcribing Orange onto computers. my laptop that has internet access all of the shit I found that's what it from looks these like five... you did that amount of work by how many words are on that screen no somebody who gave a shit about something did a lot of work on wikipedia and other websites and like scientific journals and i, I kind of i read through it all and then i copied the parts that okay. made sense like that i needed control c control is it control v or control p on there hey you uh, can control neither every every p and v has <laughs> some free will 2019 bro that's ignorant honestly v or p doesn't matter every control has its own its own access to its own... Yeah, I fucked that up. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> Delete it. I felt like a joke was coming there. And it never I, came. It, it, was, it happens. It oh. was that whole... Oh. My brain went, this is a good idea, and I went with it. And then halfway, halfway through it was like, I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> like hanging on the back of the joke truck, and it's like dragging you, and you're like, no, wait, I know there's a joke here. Oh, that's, I get that, though. That's, like, Something's funny there. Let's dig yeah. into it. It was like, start running. Wait, you're on top of a cliff. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> that's 90% of what I do, and somehow I'm able to land it most times. Or like the guy last on the train, night, he's like, it's on. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ones that you don't have to think about at all and it just like kind of blurts out last night he said he was going to sunset cove and this guy said what in sam hell is sunset cove i said i think it's or i assume it's where youths go to boof molly and cheat on their boyfriends <laughs> and like i didn't even know oh. i didn't even know how it was gonna end i was as i was typing it and the more i typed i was just like dying dude i that dead <laughs> So obviously I oh, screenshot I that. that and sent it to everybody from work that I was with. <laughs> Just to let them know how little I think of them. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Before, yeah. before we get into the into Hopefully the moon. Hopefully nobody ever listens to this. Before we get into the moon, the... God, into the moon. The into the moon gods? Into the moon stuff. Um, should we cover anything that happened moon in the stuff? last two weeks? Is that like butt stuff? Butt stuff. Oh, moon, moon stuff. Uh, moon boofs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I, I mean... Uh, I got a vasectomy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, for, and, for the whole ball hurt talk at the front end of this whole podcast <laughs> and the front end of Tyler's body, he had a vasectomy. So, that's... We should have said that earlier, probably. That's not even the biggest news. I also got a library card. <laughs> yeah, in the last so couple fun. in the last couple of weeks, uh, yeah, Tyler got a vasectomy, and uh, more importantly, he got a library card. So go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. We we do have one. I made one. I forgot. No, I. Uh, uh, we should have recorded the vasectomy too. We could put that on the YouTube. No, nope. oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Nope. There was a part of me at one because I could like see him working and shit. Kind of oh, just I was just looking at my phone the whole time, but Dear like, God. but I could like see him. So you weren't asleep. Yeah, I assume oh, they would have knocked no. you out. Local anesthetic, bro. Like, I felt local. everything. Uh, not the pain. So I thought the... the not ana- the pain. I thought the, yeah, I thought the anesthetic <laughs> was going to make me completely numb. Yeah. It just made me, like, numb in a way that I wouldn't feel... Pain. Like, pain. And I didn't feel them, like, cutting it and shit like that. Uh, 
but I could feel mm-hmm. like pulling. Like I could feel yeah. it. Yeah. It was yep. making me fucking nauseous. Oh. It was terrible. Yeah. And I like oh. I like I heard him cut it. I heard him like cauterizing the end of it. I was like, he's he's burning he's my burning my dick. He's burning <laughs> my insides, but on the outside. Oh god. It's crazy. You guys wanna see my stitches? No. At this point, I feel like you just... I would like, rather <laughs> see Scott's average dick than your stitched up testicles. We should all see <laughs> At Scott's... least I know what I'm going to see as opposed to whatever the gnarled up fucking shit you got going on down there is. <laughs> Alright, go on. Moon stuff. Uh, wait, no, we didn't really talk about the library. It's okay, there's a video for that, you can go see it. But we went to the library, uh, suffice it to say, go check that out when you're done. Or pause right now and go check that out. We'll wait. Alright, so you're back. Uh, Now that you've seen that, I just realized they did not want us to be there. (laughs) Yeah, they were really happy. Damn. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. It'll be all right. Oh my god. We gave him a a story to tell for the next day. This edit is gonna suck, and we haven't even started. All right. It's probably been 30 minutes. All right. 40. Oh. Oh, So. Killing it. (laughs) I think we're doing pretty well so far. I think we've tried to start. Tyler has tried to start. He's tried to start. Twice. We haven't really let him. All right. We're going to be silent. You go ahead. No, you're not. I'm going to try really hard. So, uh. (laughs) T shirt, moon boofs. Calling it. Calling it. Boofs. Moon boofs. There are boofs on this. Anyways, all right. Yeah, we should start coming up with like t-shirt ideas. I have an idea. Mm. Moon boofs. <laughs> it's a it's a picture of the moon, but uh, with an asshole, and there's a straw in it. <laughs> all right, you got the floor, pal. <laughs> you know what a boof is? Yeah, I know. Cognitive contortions. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure so, out how I would picture it. It would be a moon, but like an asterisk, and then a straw sticking out of the asterisk. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like a soda, but you're drinking out of the moon, yeah, but... That's better real, than... Real fans know what that that's is. That's better than giving the moon an asshole. Yeah. And less work. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Speaking of some fucking moon boofs, uh, <laughs> to uh, kind of recap where we were before, we talked again about the uh, moon landing being faked. Uh, we mostly got into a whole lot of detail about things like uh, the different arguments that moon conspiracists use, such as radiation levels uh, and the Tim Allen belt, as we talked about last week. <laughs> that uh, radiation levels are, in theory, they conspiracy theories say are too high, but in reality, there's you know, the Tim Allen belt fluctuates depending on whether or not he has to go clean the the, the moon off or not. So if he's not in space, Tim Allen belt's actually relatively not an issue here, and we could just time when we sent the moon landings up. Uh, so they didn't actually get exposed to too much radiation. Uh, the other thing we talked about was uh, gravitational inconsistencies around the moon, which you know supported somehow the theory that the moon was a space station and also saying that people wouldn't be able to go to the moon and navigate around the weird gravitational inconsistencies, which, as far as we're aware nowadays, were basically theorized around the internal workings of the moon not being perfectly perpendicular or whatnot, so that way when you go around certain areas, it gets stronger or it gets weaker. But again, we sent probes up beforehand to check out the moon in general and we figured out where those areas were and so when we went to the moon we just didn't send the lunar module over those areas so that uh also was disproved 
And then we started to get into whistleblowers. Uh, specifically, man, we didn't talk about much, did we? Never do. <laughs> Never do. Uh, specifically, we started talking about the one whistleblower that... Did we get into whistleblowers? Uh, a little bit about uh, the main guy I could find named Ralph Kennedy Johnson, who, of course, as I said last time, goes by the name Ken, but uh, I have chosen to call him Ralph, because that is his given name, and it's fun to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, do, I do remember that. Yeah, so he, again, he was just, he was in the Marines for a little while. Uh, eventually, despite not really being qualified for the job, he was hired to uh, catalog some of the cases distributed to scientists who had applied to carry out analysis of the moon rocks that came back. So his basic job was just to take pictures of a whole bunch of rocks and shit where they came from based off of what the astronauts had written down when they came back from the moon. And sending all that shit to the labs and documented, you know, where they came from, took pictures of them, and then sent them off to where they were going to be studied later for further analysis. Uh, after that job pretty much became obsolete because the moon program was shutting down for a little while or they had shipped out all the moon rocks and didn't need them anymore, he was instructed to uh, get rid of any extra copies he had laying around other than the master copies that NASA had and the copies that the labs had had. And he kept one whole set that he had decided to himself basically take home and take photocopies of. So he had his own little personal files of pictures from the moon and pictures of moon rocks and stuff like that. What are these moon rocks now? (laughs) Uh, They're still just like at NASA. Or on display in museums. I mean, it's not like we hid them. They're all over. There's, I think there's still just like a fucking warehouse full of them. Because we brought back over like 800 pounds of moon rocks. So there's there's plenty of them. You guys remember space food? Or like moon food? Well, like the little squeeze tubes of food? What are you talking about? I feel like it was like dried something that came in like little pouches. It was like normal food, but they had to make it weird. Oh, like a, what is that shit called? Like freeze dried stuff, maybe. I, I know like they brought it in in school. And I know what you're talking about. Uh, I believe it's it's dehydrated. Oh, was, was you guys. Oh, it's homeschooled too. You. So <laughs> the you and Scott. Scott, you remember? I do remember they brought in like this tube, and they're like, "This is beef stew or something." It's like that is not beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they had to do something like you're saying, a special kind of way. Yeah. In space, they hate things that taste right or something. (laughs) Uh, It more has to do with the fact that, one, getting into space is really, really difficult. All of the mathematical equations that have to go into getting the rocket up, getting it out of the atmosphere at just the right angle so it doesn't burn out on exit, uh, they had to be really, really particular about the amount of weight that they left with, and they had to take all of the shit they had to take just to get to the moon and come back. So food was... Okay. Make it as light and as little as possible. I figured it was just like, hey, you know how you're going to spend weeks away from any other people and like your friends and loved ones? Like, here's some terrible food, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just because why not? We're it was, the government. It was made for practicality's sake. Uh, from what I remember, most of that shit was just you had to mix it with some water and it turned into something. I do know what you're talking about. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. Yeah. Uh, oh man! It's like it turns into anyways. <laughs> you just like drop water on it. And it's just like a. It's like oh, we have this government-grown grass to eat. <laughs> right, GMO. They didn't give us any food. All we have is these fucking chia pets. I don't know what to do with <laughs> them. They're, like, they're all like Shaggy's face from. <laughs> you guys remember that infomercial, right? Yeah. Yeah. It might not have been Shaggy, but I remember it as Shaggy. So. I think it was. <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh, Shaggy and Scooby Doo. That was uh, that was the reason for all of the chia pets that they took up with him, uh, of course. Uh, so, of course, as everyone, as we all know, knows, it's common, common knowledge. They, 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 yeah. 
To this day, you can still see the, the Tower of Chia Pets they put on the moon next to the American flag to hold it up. Um, to this day. To this day. To this day. Hey. <laughs> mm. I don't know why I dressed you like that. Hey. Yes. Hey. I thought you, right, I thought you lost right, one. Right. <laughs> Host. Yes. I thought of another t-shirt idea. Host. No. <laughs> I don't want. No. I don't want to forget it. I don't. Write want it in your it. phone. That's what my notes thing already. <laughs> hey, what's the um, text it to me? What's Tim Allen's neighbor's name? Wilson. Wilson. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. I like where this is going. Uh, I'm already a fan. All right, go on. It's so, in the notes. <laughs> One thousand twenty-six. Oh my gosh. That's an estimate, but it's oh my one. god. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, like I finished off last week was the last thing that uh, to <clears> give <throat> us just a general feeling or a sense of Ralph's self-importance. Uh, he styled himself a lieutenant colonel of the United States Air Force and for, you know, certain public occasions. And that rank is uh, actually just an honorary title within the Civil Air Patrol. And Ralph has never actually been an officer in the U.S. Air Force. Pretty so this douchey. is the huh. kind of guy we're yeah. working with here. Uh, we get into a lot of controversy over, over him when uh, Ralph attended a lecture in Seattle by the pseudoscientist Richard Hoagland. Uh, after the lecture, he introduced himself and asked Hoagland if he would be interested in his Apollo photograph collection, which Ralph described as unique. Uh, and, of course, Hoagland was definitely interested in that since he's a pseudoscientist and completely believed that the moon landing was You're fake. Hoagland? Hoagland. H-O-A-G-L-A-N-D. That's a terrible it's name. It's a terrible yeah. name. <laughs> It's his last name, but it's still a terrible name. Hoagland. I mean, his first name is Richard. Ho Hoagland. Dick Hoagie. Is that what they called him in school? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh. Yep. <laughs> I... <laughs> yep. Ho. That was uh, actually the next Ho thing I had written down. Way to get ahead of it. Dick Hoagie? Yeah. Hell yeah. Dick Hoagie. So, Dick Hoagie later wrote about himself. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Dick Hoagie uh, later wrote of himself in the third person oh God. that, quote, the extremely limited number of high-quality first- or second-generation copies, uh, copies, copies. Uh, copies of the unique photographic record of man's first voyages to the moon could be so blithely destroyed infuriated him almost beyond words. Hoagland finally had his smoking gun. Specifically that last line, Hoagland finally had his smoking gun. <laughs> Hoagland wrote that in his own journal about documenting uh, Ralph's photographs that he had taken after that Ralph had destroyed the records of those <laughs> <laughs> after Ralph had destroyed the records of those moon photos again what he didn't destroy he still all alive? of who Hoagland or Ralph either one uh, Ralph definitely is I don't I assume Hoagland is because that was written in 2007 yeah, just, I saw it was 2007 so uh, He's probably still alive unfortunately probably um <laughs> Yeah, now the thing is, the photographs that he was talking about uh, that he saw of Ralph's, because the first-generation photographs and things like that, they're still on record somewhere. You can actually see all of them on NASA's website if you just look for it. Even NASA themselves on their website talks about this, and they're like, yeah, they're just they're right here. I won't. Yeah. For the listener at home, or the conspiracy theorist, who's probably not listening to this, or if you are, you're losing your fucking mind right now, you can look up all this shit on their website. So, go do that, and if you think that's fake, I can't help you. Go do. The uh, the photographs, though, that Ralph uh, did take weren't really first-generation photographs, or possibly not even second-generation, meaning that 
This could be a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy, basically. Uh, the materials that were archived in a completely different building in the Space Center, so the photographs he took were stored, uh, you know, the actual first copies were stored somewhere else. Uh, they're also not unique, because like I said, this very day, anybody with a few bucks can send a request for very high definition, uh, high definition scans of them and get like a printout of the initial, uh, what is the fucking picture? <laughs> Photograph. Conspiracy. Stale video. The Stale film. Video. Negative. You can get a, di a direct. You can you can pay a few try. bucks. Uh, yeah. You can pay you can pay a few bucks and get like an actual printout of the uh, uh, original negative. What did Scott say? He said still video. It reminded me of when my mom <laughs> added me on Snapchat, and she was like, "How do you do?" She was like, "How do you do the pictures, but like the ones that move?" And I was like, "You mean videos?" <laughs> Pictures, fuckers got moving. <laughs> Is that what she meant, though? Yeah, she meant the videos. Gosh. Oh man, I was like, what? You're good, son. My mom was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, as like as second, that was a hard mind blow. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, that's of course. Let's what they're called. That. Moving, right, moving pictures. Yeah, fuckers got moving. As uh, as as <laughs> still as videos. Weird. <laughs> So the still videos that uh, Dick Hoagie said were extremely limited, uh, that Ralph had, actually were not limited at all, uh, and were, again, you can still get them to this day from an actual so wait, direct negative what am I missing? What was, why was he saying that was so important? Because his assertion is that, uh, one, like Ralph, when he had taken his photos after his uh, department had been shut down, he was told to destroy any of the photos that he had taken over just co to consolidate, basically. Like, you have all these copies of all these pictures. We have the negatives. We don't need all of those copies. We We're trying to consolidate. <laughs> so just go ahead and get rid of all that shit. We don't want extra shit just floating around because where are we going to put it? What are we going to do with it? And because of that, just that one thing of like the original printouts of photographs were destroyed. Not the negatives, just the printouts. Uh, conspiracy theorists, especially Hoagland, have been for a very long time saying things like, they're hiding shit, they're lying to us, they're burning photographs, and they're getting rid of files. And it's like, they're getting rid of extra copies. So that's, that's what his whole assertion was, and that's why he was saying that, you know, he got pictures basically from somebody who worked in the department who had actually destroyed photographs and had got his own copies of those. So as far as, as far as Hoagland was concerned, this is like a crazy thing he's never encountered because nobody else there was egotistical enough to just, like, take photocopies of pictures they weren't supposed to have and take them home when you can still just get the negatives if you're willing to spend a few bucks. So... Especially nowadays. Does, I mean, does he say there's, like, anything in the pictures? He does. Okay. Which is where we're going next. That's, uh, what, that's what I meant, is I didn't understand, like, the significance of the pictures in general. You gotta wait for it. Well... Because oh. I'm, I'm building you the background, so okay. that way I'm not just, like, well, pictures, no, I, and then you're like, well, where did they come I from? We're impatient... I, I tend to zone out from time to time, and mm -hmm. I was afraid that I had zoned out and <laughs> missed missed a piece of like crucial information. No. Of, like, I'm actually glad you asked because I was feeling that way. Okay, as well. Cool. No. I was like, yeah, I, I thought anything. I had been paying attention, but I feel like I'm missing something real big here. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, but in in scanning uh, 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 Ralph's priceless Apollo 14 C prints. Oh yeah, this is something else that Hoagland had also said uh, of himself in the third person talking about how limited this material was uh, that in scanning uh, Ralph's priceless Apollo 14 C prints he discovered that the computer could quote unquote see or T-Rex hands see uh, what the human eye could not 
Incredible geometric detail in the pitch black areas like the lunar sky. The sensitivity of modern CCD imaging technology in every commercially available image scanners coupled with the amazing enhancement capabilities of state-of-the-art commercial software like Adobe's Photoshop. <laughs> Allow the invisible detail buried in the supposedly black layers of these 30-year-old uh, emulsions to ultimately be revealed a democratization of technology that no sensor at NASA could have possibly foreseen over more than 30 years. Basically what he's saying is, I scanned these photos and I put them in Photoshop and I turned up the brightness and there's all kinds of crazy shit up there that nobody thought we'd ever see or find out about. That's the only reason these pictures can even be found anywhere else. In the article that I read, I don't know why, but it was it was left in the article but with a line through it, so I'm just going to read it. I really like it. Uh, this statement is absolute poppycock. <laughs> the poppycock has a line through it and it says afterwards... A misunderstanding. So it's like the guy went, this is absolute poppycock. <laughs> a misunderstanding. Uh, of course, scanning can't really reveal any invisible detail if it is truly invisible. That's not how invisibility works. It's like saying, I cloaked myself and you put a blanket over it. It doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> you just can't see things outside of it. Hoagland has made a career, though, out of claiming uh, that his scans of Ralph's collection show things that the quote-unquote or T-Rex hands official scans do not. However, his comparing... Uh, which is a professionally scanned image from an original negative done in a clean room to a photo print stored in a ring binder for 23 years, then pulled out and scanned on Hoagland's office scanner, the glass of which could possibly be covered in shit, or based off of the photos that Ralph has are pretty fucking obviously contaminated. There was fuzz or string or somebody's grease from their butt scan that they did. <laughs> I don't know what. But there was something... Grease? Grease from their butt scan. Yeah, you got couple hours to kill at the office you're alone there's a scanner why wouldn't you scan your butt and slap it on some windows I mean, honestly uh -huh. yeah yeah <laughs> so there's there's definitely there's definitely some issues with that hoagland's just took his pictures that have been slapped in a binder for a very long time scanned them on his fucking shitty photocopy and uses them in powerpoint and that's his entire argument for why there's something wrong with the moon most of the shit he points out is literally just uh, obscurities from fuzz or grease or some other random thing. Butt grease. But definitely the butt grease, uh, which makes him think that there's like it's a force field or something, and it's not. It's just a leftover piece of somebody's ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, that's every word of that is revolting. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. repulsive. Uh, yeah, and Hoagland, Hoagland does this thing, too, where he typically he cranks up the brightness every time he goes to show these pictures to show the quote-unquote T-Rex hands hidden stuff in the darkness. But this is honestly just going to exacerbate any actual contamination from the photo scan of those images. So if there was a, a little bit of dust and he turns up the brightness, that little bit of dust looks really fucking bad because now it's glaring. Yeah. Uh, so in, it's like turning up the brightness on Scott's average penis. Makes look it bad. Look, that it makes the same. it look. That makes it look like Glare, glorious, glaring, yeah, mm -hmm. glorious, like just irresistible. That dick shining as bright and irresistible. Yeah, that dick may be average, but it is an average that heaven would envy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like average and what sepia? Is that how you say that? Sepia. Sepia. Excuse me. Cut that out. Richard <laughs> <laughs> uh, sepia. In, uh, oh, I say it? No, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm really happy. Uh, in uh, in June of 2016, though, Ralph issued a press release. Uh, you know, 
about 10 years after, he, uh, Ralph issued a press release noting uh, donations he had made to the Roswell UFO Research Center. In this uh, press release, of course, there was a series of examples of what are claimed to be things, such as lunar bases, satellite dishes, etc., that are not seen on the official quote-unquote T-Rex hands NASA photo archives. This collection was curated by a man named Brett Collins Shepard, who right. calls himself an anomalist, uh, also known as an uneducated self-proclaimed scientist, basically. <laughs> Uh, once again, Do with these photos, Red was uneducated. <laughs> wow. Do other people call him yeah. that too? Like an uneducated scientist. <laughs> Do other people call him Brett? <laughs> <laughs> what a douche! <laughs> Is that like they're making fun of him behind their back? Like, look at Brett over here. That's my name. Okay, 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 Brett. okay, Brett. It's like looking up at their names, being it just literally says uneducated scientist. <laughs> Or like rapist. <laughs> it can only be. It can only. <laughs> it can only be one or the other. They're a rapist, and you gotta grow a mustache, or an uneducated pseudo. I don't know. Kavanaugh doesn't have a mustache. His name's fucking Brett. Damn. Oh, maybe that's where this whole thing was coming. That's from. That's what I thought I you were saying. That. I was like, "Fuck, that's a deep pull, man." I think it's just Damn. a bad name. I, I just mean it was just a bad name in general. I think if oh, yeah, you name your kid Brett or Thad or Chad or <laughs> Vance, you're asking him to end up be a shitty person. Like it's not gonna go good for him. You know what? Tyler's been getting a bad rap here lately as well. Tyler and so, Kyle. People are not yeah. a fan of Tyler or Don't Kyle get me wrong. Right I'm not either. Uh, I <laughs> love, I'm not going to lie. I love the memes about Kyle and punching drywall. Pun- punching drywall and drinking monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hit that nail right on the head. Well, I like, <laughs> I, anytime my girlfriend finds a, a, a meme or anything about douchey people and the name Tyler is listed, she always sends it to me. I'm like, I know. There was I a, hate my name. There was a post that said Tyler is just Kyle with less calories. <laughs> and I got oh. tagged in that by two different people within three hours of each other. Dang. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have the x-ray that backs that up. I'm not even going to argue it. You know, the whole punching drywall thing. Uh, Except mine was plaster and there happened to be like brick behind it. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, yeah. We like to punch stuff, I guess. Like to punch <clears throat> stuff. I'm going to say uh, under the age of 25, Tyler and Kyle was a total douchebag. After that, you know what? We're average. It's just <laughs> average. We're like Scott's average dick. Average like Scott's dick. Yeah. Just pretty, pretty and average. I mean, you want a gun that looks great and only fires sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> or you want like, you know, an alright looking gun that you know will shoot people down every time you... Uh, it's getting a little dark. Like, no, I get it. I when get you're it. defending yourself. Basically, do you, do you want to... Uh, what are you defending like the, yourself with like, your dick? They're coming at you. I'm talking about a gun now. All right. Look at my hat! I think what Scott is trying to say is, do you want a, a fancy, like, silver-plated gun that probably will misfire, or do you want a Glock that isn't fancy, but it, it gets, sure gets will fire job, every gets time. Gets the job done. Yeah, like, it's reliable. Or apparently, like, at, scares people are like... Well, like, you're defending yourself. Here's, here's the thing, though. With it. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> In my understanding with guns is if you don't practice or, you know... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, know, you, don't, you don't even have to be, like, shooting intruders. And I assume that's what they are, it's intruders, right? <laughs> So it's been. If you go out, so it's because like, it's just about like, you gotta go. Are off. you still talking about guns? Or? I know what he's you doing. You gotta go out and fire a couple off in the woods I know what he's to make sure it still works. <laughs> are you going out and firing oh, in the woods? Man. I haven't fired a gun in over a year. Dang. 
Are we talking about the same thing? I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> this guy needs to be clean. Oh. You gotta cut this shit out. <laughs> this is just for us. <laughs> this is just for all us. Alright, alright. I'm, vo I'm voting against yeah. Scott's decision. From the moment one. your tone changes, so like, this is an attack. <laughs> I think what he's saying is you need There's to go out into the woods and jerk off. Bang in the woods. Yeah. Or bang in the woods. Bang in the woods. <laughs> really enjoying Scott's input on this one. Scott, I understand, so. understand that we love you and we love your penis. And <laughs> I like love. to always know what I'm going to get and I've never been let down by you. <laughs> and you know, hey, hey. You know I mean no offense. How'd this turn into like, you guys are all on one side. It's like a, like a, like a intervention or something. Like oh. you need to use your gun. It's collecting dust and I hear if you don't, you lose okay. it. So. If you don't fire your gun, you lose it. I can quit whenever, I can start whenever I want. Anyway. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, so in, yeah, to get off of Scott's dick. Uh, hey, quick yeah, question: Do you think the microphone is gonna pick that up out there? Uh, we gotta scrap it. Start fresh. Oh. Does the microphone hear the ice cream truck? Yeah. Cool backdrop. Yeah, no, it got me. I can hear it over literally anything. I pretty. Just even if it's not here, it's just in your sleep. You all four of us were talking, and I heard it. You know why? Because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's just because it's ice cream. Wait, you go for some. You guys want to get some? Yeah, some ice cream? Get some. Excuse me, sir. I'm a man. Do you take cards? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. Fucking ice cream trucks. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna go for a while. We might as well just keep going. Yeah. All right. Might well, well let it cream. ride. If uh, the listener at home is craving ice cream, oops, sorry so about that. Bastards outside of our house. Hmm? All right. So, um, yeah, uh, Colin, Colin Shepard. Sorry, Brett. Ugh. Brett Colin Shepard, uh, the anomalist Brett or Colin. Yeah. That's just so... <laughs> it wasn't great. Uh, also Here you known, go, of course, son. Make sure you grow up and go to Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. Brett Colin. Brett Colin Shepard. Damn. I bet he played lacrosse. Let's see if he invented the Yeah, Brett... <laughs> he invented lacrosse. Brett Colin Shepard, definitely. Or if he, was, if he didn't, he was named for the person who did. Uh, he <laughs> calls himself an anomalist, uh, also known, as I said earlier, an, educate, uh, an uneducated self-proclaimed scientist. Uh, once again, though, scanner contamination is the most obvious ex explanation for many of the artifacts that Shepard has collected as to why they have random anomalies inside of the photographs that you won't find from any photograph taken by NASA. Not because they photoshopped it or came up with fakes, but because they scanned it in a very scientific manner where everything was as clean as it possibly could be and everything was pristine and it's coming from the initial negative as opposed to some douche named Brett Colin in Brett a fucking Colin. room with his nasty scanner that a, 
I'm assuming somebody named Brett Collin would slap their butt yeah. on a scanner and scan, right. so probably his own butt grease in that, that particular his instance. His own butt grease. Yeah, he doesn't really tell us who carried out the scans or under what conditions, however. One example of the scans clearly shows dirt and random fiber in the picture that he took, uh, and compared to NASA's unadulterated scans, features that are claimed as a statue or ruins are clearly just large rock formations that don't have dirt and butt grease on them. Butt grease. <laughs> hey, quick, uh, quick sidebar. Yes. Um, lacrosse was invented by Native Americans. I don't think any of them were named Brett. Just fact check that. Okay, well, the dude that appropriated lacrosse was definitely named Brett Collin. Brett I'll Collin. Check, I'll check that next. <laughs> he invented roofies and lacrosse. Brett. <laughs> he appropriated roofies and lacrosse and used them both incorrectly. <laughs> That's the worst. Now that I know that, like, I've always hated everything about lacrosse. But now that I know that it was appropriated from a fucking group of people that we committed genocide on, I fucking despised it more. I didn't think it was yeah. possible. Fuck you, Brett. Fuck you, Brett Colin. You appropriating Brett piece of shit. Colin Rufalin. <laughs> the third. Why are there three of you? Yes, I go. Yeah, to I bet there were there were probably Native Americans that were douchebags, right? Not like all of them, but probably like yeah. They were probably the equivalent of whatever Brett is. If they were playing lacrosse, they were definitely douchebags. <laughs> so, I mean... Damn. Oh. Uh, I don't know about that bit. I don't feel great about that one. <laughs> I'm sure all the Native Americans didn't play lacrosse. I'm just yeah. saying the ones that did were probably on the douchey side. I feel like all of them played lacrosse because there was five things to do. Hunt, fuck, sleep, fish, play lacrosse. <laughs> That's it. And I'm not going to lie. Everything, everything you just said sounds like everything Brett does. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I was imagining him doing it. Yeah, not, not the fucking. That's fair. You, but I'm just saying, if you remove all of the, like, I'm just, this is what I believe and I'm connecting to the, the world that I care about by just running around and doing these things, and you put in, like, yeah, bruh. So I'm gonna smash some puss and throw a ball between a couple net sticks later, and then I'm gonna sticks. slap my net stick. <laughs> then it it goes from like they got nothing to do to you have any other thing you could do, <laughs> and instead you're being Brett Colin Roof in the third. <laughs> oh man, love love that. So uh, to get off of Brett though, he as he was pretty much just brought up to me. A sec the second main guy that comes up with all these fucking photos is another douchebag who has a bunch of contaminated photocopies of just pictures that show nothing more than the moon. Yeah. And he goes, look at this greasy, fuzzy dick shape. I bet it's a statue. And it's like, that's literally just a shadow of your dick print. But okay, buddy. <laughs> now... Uh, Back to back to Ralph. Uh, Ralph, just as a little bit of a, a background to him specifically and why he would fund things like uh, like Brett Rufalin's the Thirds. Um, sorry, Brett Colin Rufalin the Thirds. Uh, shitty, shitty research, and also why he would share his terrible photos and why he would be so outspoken about the moon landing supposedly being fake. Just a little bit of background as to why he might have some reason or motivation to go against NASA. He applied to NASA for the uh, 77 astronaut selection for duty as a space shuttle astronaut, but was turned down on the basis of inadequate academic qualifications. So he's dumb. Uh, 
at the at the time, no, because astronauts are insanely intelligent. So he could be very, very smart, but he didn't have a PhD, which was at that point, since it was getting later into the space program, they were getting more and more detailed and specific about who they wanted to go to get the most out of the mission. If you're putting millions and millions of dollars into it, you've already sent up several flights, and you know that... You know, like the the fighter pilot space jockey who went before, like Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin, they can do it, but we'd really like to get more details back. You're going to put somebody who is qualified in both of those kind of areas, both academically and uh, in a military kind of background. You're going to send somebody who has the most experience to get the most out of the mission. So once he was turned down, though, uh, because of that, uh, because uh, he... <laughs> once he was once he was turned down though uh, because of his in, inadequate uh, qualifications, uh, Johnston did go to uh, obtain a PhD in metaphysics. Uh, however, he did get that from the Reformed Baptist Theological Seminary in Denver, Colorado. So you could take that however you will. He after he got his PhD, he began using the title Doctor Johnson, or as I'm going to refer to him, Doctor Ralph. Doctor uh, Ralph. However, by the time NASA was recruiting again, oh. Ralph says that he was considered to be too old. So at this point, he was probably in his 40s or so, maybe 50s. So they didn't really want to send that, anybody yeah. for any potential medical issues yeah. up into space. He did, however, join NASA's educational outreach program as a uh, T-Rex Hands Solar System Ambassador, which is a completely voluntary appointment, uh, but that later ended when, in 1980, Ralph was hired as part of the Vanderberg team to be part of uh, a team adapting the shuttle launch sites for uh, launching a space shuttle. As a result of the Challenger disaster in 86, however, the Vandenberg plan was scrapped and Ralph was laid off with the rest of that team. Dang. So, you know, yeah, he he definitely has some reasons to not like NASA, but that also just discredits anything about the moon landing being fake that he has to say more, because yeah. he obviously has kind of a, a, a bone to pick with them. Bone. Bone. Tom Leggins. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ralph has, though, however, don't feel too bad for him. He's done pretty well for himself. As a result of his big blabbering mouth and its popular interviewee on television shows that talk shit about NASA. So he's been on plenty of things to shit all over them. During these appearances and in radio interviews, he's made several allegations about uh, deceptive practices within the NASA photographic division and maintains that he personally witnessed technicians painting out stars on the camera negatives of Apollo missions. I don't know why. Weird. It doesn't make any sense compared to how a lot of people say you can't see the stars, so that's why we didn't go to space. Why they would paint over them? Is this Ralph or Brett that did this? This is Ralph. This is all Ralph. This is all Ralph. Ralph Ralph funded Brett. So he's been hanging out. He's been dabbling. He's been dipping his toe in the Brett Collin roofing. (laughs) But but it mostly Ralph is, again, Ralph's the main guy. We're talking about whistleblowers, and it's pretty much all just Ralph here. Ralph. Uh, uh, Yeah, again, he especially likes to tell a story about how at the the request of a Dr. Thornton Page, he showed a 16-millimeter film shot by the crew of Apollo 14 as they overflew the, I'm going to butcher this, Chaikovsky? Huh. Tchaikovsky? Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky, sure. Sure, why not? Fuck it. Tchaikovsky, uh, a very large and intriguing crater on the backside of the moon. He says that flashing lights were clearly visible in the crater in that video, uh, but the following day when he ran the film again, the lights were gone. There is a problem with that story, however, and that is basically that the Tchaikovsky is at a, to be very technical here, it's at a latitude of 20.4 degrees south, but the inclination of the orbit of Apollo 14 was at 14 degrees, so it could not have physically overflown that crater. 
uh, and the 16 millimeter film from Apollo 14 that you can still see to this day does not actually show any scene of that kind and did not fly over that crater. So again, at this point, especially years down the road when he's just telling stories, he's definitely making yeah, stuff up. Yeah, I feel up. like that's just like, hmm? that's not even like a well thought out lie. No, he just picked a place on the moon that he knew about on the backside that people talk about and said, yeah. here's an Apollo mission that went around so the moon. say big words and pretend to be smart. Yeah, uh, again though, the, the whole <laughs> orbit of the Apollo 14 mission though, there is no footage of lights going off in this Tchaikovsky crater on the moon and also the uh, the photo index shows that that was never actually even a target of their photographs or their cameras so there would never have even been a record of photos of that let alone shit flashing and going off inside of that uh, nevertheless though despite all of this Ralph's collaborator uh, Mr. Brett C. Uh, Rufalin the third. The third. Uh, wrote and uh, self-published a book reiterating the claim in very great detail in Shepard or uh, Brett C. Rufalin the third, of course, though, is unfamiliar with the terminology and practices of spaceflight and made several major errors in his text. Was Brett's book titled What She Really Means When She Says No? Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, I think that's Kavanaugh's book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Based off of the hit-selling book, How to How to Brett Colin Rufalin, <laughs> by Brett Colin Rufalin. How to by him. Uh, oh, my fuck. Uh, the last spacefaring attempt, though, made by Ralph was in mid-2013. He was one of the 2,761 applicants for the one-way-only trip to Mars, offered by the now-defunct Mars One scam. He was shortlisted as one of uh, the 1,058 quote-unquote quarter finalists, but failed to make the 100 cut in February 2015 before the Mars One project was revealed to be a fucking scam. One-way trip? Did people not know? Did people not think there's something up about that? Yeah, like... They could just put us on a big missile and shoot us into space and go, well, it didn't go well. Oops. <laughs> yeah, they knew totally what they signed up structures for. Structures there before. That's, We've been there before. <laughs> That's like a really complicated way of like reducing the population. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're going to space and just launch people into the it's... atmosphere. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, that's probably a good time to, good spot to take a break. What? We got a little thing. What? Not you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh... Scout's got an average thing. It's fine. I'm more of a loner anyways. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to take a, a quick little pause here, and we're going to get into a brand new, uh, sometimes recurring segment. We're not going to play theory, truth, or bullshit tonight, because oh I, I didn't have time to put it together. And also, you guys can do some shit sometimes. So, Ty has a, a new segment that we're going to do uh, on nights where I fuck up and don't have a game ready. And what is what is what is that segment called? It's called From the Notes. <laughs> From the Notes. Oh, oh. Not, not a very creative group in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, you wanna you wanna tell us about your your new segment from the. From the notes, I'm going to say, if anything else, uh, this is just a way to show uh, comparison, because sometimes our from the comments might feel a little mean, but we're also idiots. So. <laughs> yeah, so... uh just go ahead and bring that over to me. Thanks. So mm-hmm. this is just really to show how dumb we are. Yeah. I feel like we're already doing that pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we should maybe just skip this segment. So this is called From the Notes. From the Notes. Uh, as anyone may or may not know... I'm really bad with my notes. I have like 1,100 in here, and that's... Too many? 
I mean, it's like fucking addresses of places I need to go. <laughs> you never went to. From 2013. God. Um, street corners that I parked on so I don't forget. What fucking part of the parking garage I'm in. You know, doctor's do, appointments that I'm not going to pay for. Do you, have, do you have no files in your notes? Because you can, you can do that. You can make files and then just have your basic notes be all the random bullshit you never use. And then have I, have, files. I have three folders. Yeah. One's called iCloud. <laughs> one's called On My Phone. And one's called Outlook. Don't know why there's three. It's really annoying. I wish it was just one. <laughs> <laughs> if I need it, listen. If I need it, I'll find it. <laughs> it may take me oh all day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but but uh, back to you. Anyway, sometimes uh, I, I go through here and I, I just kind of look through things that I've saved and uh, I get a good chuckle out of it so I decided to save a couple here I saved 12 but I'm only going to read a couple to you right now leave some for later let's do it let's hear it um, number one from December 9th 2017 at 10.26pm Thomas fuck <laughs> I can't even say it <laughs> at least I wrote okay oh, don't okay. look at it don't look at it remember this one alright number one December 9th 2017 10.26pm Thomas Edison's AIDS calendar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thomas Edison right. AIDS right. calendar. Uh, number two. This one is actually not something that we have to try to decipher. This one's actually quite obvious. It's very close to home, literally. June 25, 2017. 25? June 20. It's what it says. 2 5. <laughs> June 20th. Yeah, we are just the dumbest <laughs> creature. <laughs> June 25th, 2017, at 12.02 p.m. It's hard to yell with a homeless dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that's absolute gold and uh because the dick never wants to leave <laughs> and uh oh, number three this is a good one is that 11 47 p.m which lets me know it's getting towards the end of the night you know everybody's a little loose a little wet oh, a little wet january 26 2019 11 47 p.m so is she a whore or not her eyes are too far apart to be in that business <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> what and that Man. was from the notes. From the notes. I, I remember the other two. I feel about that. That one was very recently, and I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that at all. Man, I have no idea. Blocked it out because it's so terrible. <laughs> what could we? Can part of the segment be I was like gonna say, trying to figure out what in the hell? I'm was, all for it. I was what gonna say uh, we let's let's about? turn into a game and see who can come up with the best uh, the best sentence that that would actually fit into. Oh my. <laughs> like how to how to make that make sense? How do you even work that into a sentence? It's out there. It's, it's out really there. funny, but it's horrible. It is. Okay. Uh, Thomas Edison's AIDS calendar. Thomas Edison's AIDS calendar. What? <laughs> Fuck if I know, man. In the world could we possibly have been talking about? How the hell would that? <laughs> Have happened. Uh, I'm gonna say it's like the uh, the greatest find ever in one of those. Um, what is that? Where they buy the storage 
hoarders or whatever, where they like <laughs> storage, <laughs> they storage the, wars. Yeah, storage, stor wars. storage wars, and they 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 hit the jackpot where they right find... here we have Thomas Edison's AIDS <laughs> Starting bid is a hundred thousand dollars. We don't know because we're not scientists, but somewhere deep inside Thomas Edison's AIDS calendar, there might be the cure for AIDS because apparently he was studying it before it was a thing. Damn, damn. he invented it. Did Thomas... Oh. That's an Ancient Aliens episode right there. Did Thomas Edison <laughs> invent AIDS? Storage Wars discovered an ancient calendar with Thomas Edison's AIDS cycles written down on it. AIDS <laughs> cycles? Oh, AIDS. man. Was, this, was, it part, was it part of the battle with him and Tesla? Yes. Could, was it something with him and Tesla? He was trying, trying to, to give... figure out how to give. Yeah, I think Tesla. that's what it was. He was trying. He was tracking the uh, the age AIDS schedule to see <laughs> to see to see how hey, when it went, went like how like how we tracked the Van Allen or the Tim Allen belt to see when it was at its strongest and its weakest. He was he was tracking AIDS uh, cycles to see when it was at its strongest so he could push Tesla into a pile of AIDS. A pile of AIDS. <laughs> What happened, Doc? I tripped and fell in a pile of AIDS. Yeah, you weren't tripped. It looks like Thomas and Edison pushed you in. Hey, what's this We calendar? have this calendar right here. <laughs> See right here, circled in the red crown, it says push Tesla into oh, a pile of AIDS. I'm a fan of this segment. This is a good segment. Hey, I gotta, the the uh, second one, the second one, I just, the what was that one? The, uh, it's hard to yell with a homeless dick in your mouth. I just that one I just Ugh. keep I just hear like a harmonica <laughs> and Morgan Freeman like on a cold windy night in Chicago <laughs> and I got yeah I got nothing for that third one <laughs> we tried a new segment I'm not gonna do it again <laughs> so that was from the notes that was uh, we cut it I mean what nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> that's fine Anyway. All right. So how's everybody doing? You guys holding up? How are you doing at home, people? You holding up? I don't I don't think I am. Oh, uh, man. All right. So uh, let's finish up this little bit here. Now, this uh, after that, this brings us to uh, some of the last points mentioned in our, our prelude part of the information that I went into in the last fucking episode, uh, which is the film footage and photographs taken by the Apollo crew. Apollo uh, Creed. Yeah, this, yeah sorry, my, like, my apologies. Don't say that, and you said it. Yeah, you're right. That brings us to uh, the, the film footage and photographs taken uh, by Apollo Creed. Now, when it comes to this particular part of the whole moon landing being faked theories, there is so much to go through that I, I did not have time to go through every single bit of it. And honestly, I don't think we would have time to talk about it, and it would get worse than fucking talking about Daddy Eichmann by the end of it and how much Daddy we just want it to be over. Daddy so, Eichmann. Oh, man. I love that so much. Um, uh, I picked pretty much just the only most notable and well-known points of contention to focus on that a lot of people will quote at you about moon conspiracy theories. One of the most reference pieces of film taken during these landings is the uh, the planting of the Americans... Uh, proverbial seed on the surface of the moon, uh, the, of course, being the flag. In uh, in the footage uh, of Neil Armstrong po uh, planting the flag, there is a moment where the flag appears to quote unquote or T Rex hands wave in the breeze that would not present uh, or not be present on the moon. Uh, this is, of course, easily explained by the metal rods placed in the flag itself to outline it and frame it because nothing looks worse than you know a 
limp flag. Mm, um, blasted. I, yeah, see, I've never taken a dick pic, <laughs> but I assume... Ever? Not ever, no. I don't... I know what it looks like, and I have no need to share it with somebody unsolicited. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see it ever at all. Scott, like, so why would I... I mean, it's not... I already discussed this. It might have been cut out. <laughs> Next, next yeah, question. I know, next I... question. I mean, <laughs> next question. <laughs> uh, no, I've I've never I've never taken a dick pic, uh, but I would assume that one being at full mast is a lot better than just a flaccid limp, nothing hanging out there. Hey, as the one in the room who has, I concur. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Flaccid dick pics are no good. That's kind of what I figured. Uh, so. I assume that in a in a wrecked flag or a, a fapping, I mean flapping flag, in a wrecked flag fapping in the wind, in a wrecked flag fapping in the wind is a, a little bit more impressive than a flaccid one. Uh, I yeah, so there there are plenty of uh, other photos of the flag though, and one is now a relatively popular uh, GIF or GIF or however the fuck you say that. Uh, pretty much used to disprove this whole theory of moon conspiracy, saying it was blowing in the breeze. It's not. It's basically just a couple frames of Neil Armstrong after he plants it, and it stops moving from the metal rods shifting after he plants it, where really he turns... all the hand movements here. Yeah, thank right you. <laughs> where, uh, he... For the listener at home, he's moving his hands a lot. <laughs> if you could see what he's doing. Here, listen, if you can just... <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear Did you... what his hands are doing... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, now this flag was it like a real girthy some bitch or what? So How girthy was this flag? It's not girthy. You gotta say girthy. girthy. Yeah, but I would I would say it's the uh, Scott's dick of flags. It's perfectly average. Perfectly per- emphasis on perfect. Perfectly, yeah. pristinely Solidly average. Oh man! Uh, Silently average. But yeah, the the Stand main one of the main uh, gifs or gifs of the uh, the flag that a lot of people use to disprove this theory of it moving in the the breeze is basically a picture of Neil Armstrong right after he planted the flag and after he salutes it, where he has moved and shifted and changed, and the flag is literally in the exact same spot. You can overlay the two pretty much and play them back and forth, and the flag does not move at all because again, there's metal rods outlined in the flag. So right after he plants it, it moves a little bit, and that's it. There's no other evidence of it ever having blown in a breeze. Because also, if you film something in a studio in which you're supposed to be in space, why would you put a fan in the room <laughs> or film it outside in the dark void yeah, of space? It's, when, it's windy on the moon, right? Yeah, I think so. Get, get a, a fan in here. Get a fan. Uh, flag a blowing. <laughs> One of the uh, biggest issues conspiracy theorists have uh, with the photos taken from the lunar landings is the quote-unquote T-Rex hands inconsistencies with the crosshairs in the pictures. Uh, The crosshairs are basically these little things that are evenly spaced along a thin piece of glass installed in the camera. This means that every time the shutter was opened to exposure, the lens, uh, in order to capture a photo, the light being captured would also reflect off of these tiny little engravings. This is for framing photos, and also when you're going through a photo later on after the fact to inspect it, it's a lot easier to have a pre-laid grid that you can inspect in sections. So, like, we want to check this part 
you can go, you know, this tick mark, the top leftmost crosshair, and then you go to the next one, and you go to the next one, and you keep going through, as opposed to just having a giant blank photo that you have to slowly go across. You end up redoing sections. Uh, these, again, like I said, they were just little finely engraved crosshairs in the actual lens that covered the camera, and the light would pick those up every so often. Uh, the thing is that there are several photos that conspiracy theorists use as an example of false photographs where the crosshairs in them are either not in their proper place or seem to be behind the images in the photos. Uh, this doesn't really make any sense, though, because the crosshairs are simply not centered in the frame of the photos because the image has been cropped for a promotional aesthetic, meaning that, you know, it's not perfectly outlined because they showed the part that mattered. Or, uh, because of, again, the light reflecting in those crosshairs and also reflecting off of the image taken, sometimes the crosshair just gets lost in the image itself. It's not actually behind anything, it's just yeah. blotted out by the light being reflected from that photograph. So, if you know how yeah, pictures... It's probably very faint to begin with. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you can see them clearly, but <clears throat> in a very faint way. And yeah, if there's anything that's bright enough to drown out that tiny engraving and the little tiny bit of light that it's picking up, you're not going to really see it. So again, it's if you just look at how film and pictures and cameras work for like five minutes, you'll realize that their uh, arguments are pretty much like most things they talk about, just completely worthless and have no legs under them. No legs. Uh, yeah. So, uh, there's a lot more detail about that that gets more technical, but the general idea is pretty much just that. Cameras work a certain way. Get over Cameras it. Cameras work a certain way. Thank you so, boy. Um, one of... <laughs> one of my most, uh, this is, this is definitely one of my most favorite absolute crazy bullshitted examples of all the different, uh, theories or supposed uh, evidences that uh, conspiracy theorists use. There's a, a, a video of an astronaut helping his fellow his fellow moon buddy up after he'd fallen on the moon. Uh, conspiracy theorists claim that the fallen moonwalker gets up without the use of his arms or without any help from his partner, which they claim is an obvious use of wires. The thing is, uh, I watched it multiple times to really be sure that they had any evidence of whatever the fuck they were talking about, and you can very clearly see uh, that the astronaut that is on the ground has his left arm up, reaching toward his friend, and his friend has the arm that's on the uh, side away from the camera, helping him up. So you can literally see him reach down, <laughs> suddenly the other guy gets up, and then they let go of each other's hands. So... <laughs> what? Got him. Right. Yeah. It's very much, uh, at that point, I'm going to say you are so self-convinced that they used wires. Yeah. You're just choosing. It's like like selective hearing. Yeah. It's like selective seeing. Yeah. You're just choosing to say like, well, that could be anything. Yeah. Like a reflection of something or a UFO, but it's not his hand. <laughs> but the crosshairs, that, the crosshairs on the, the crosshairs on the lens, they don't reflect out of the photo. But his hand reflected in this video. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I'm scared. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that is definitely, uh, my absolute favorite one. Uh, other popular conspiracies, though, uh, assertions involve the way that the astronauts moved on the moon, the awkward run and skipping of the Apollo crew are seen, uh, to some as evidence, again, of the use of wires, because they move in such an unnatural way. If you don't really know what I'm talking about, basically they either skip, so, like, one foot in front of the other, they just kind of, like, do a hop skip where they keep the right foot in front of the left foot at all times. Or they do kind of an awkward, like, bow-legged side run where they 
flail their legs out one way or the other as they run forward. A couple things about that. One, it is probably unnatural because they are on the moon and the gravity yeah. is way less, so it's gonna be unnatural. You're gonna figure out the best way to move that yeah, you that's possibly what I was can. Thinking, like obviously it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be different. You're not going for a jog or a stroll. You suddenly weigh forty five pounds. Yeah. Something's mm-hmm. off. Uh second to uh other things, even Mythbusters weighed in on the theory and went out of their way to try and prove or disprove this and they sent a few other guys up in a plane to simulate the moon's gravity and they tried the skipping and the weird bow-legged running themselves when they were in that brief moment of the plane dipping down and simulating the, the gravity of the moon the way that they put it was with all of the gear that you have on and in that type of gravity where everything shifts and everything's strange and you've got all this bulky shit but you weigh less but you still have all this bulky stuff it's actually a completely efficient way to move it makes the most sense. They tried walking. It didn't work very well. They tried the weird skipping and the bow-legged running. They actually got around pretty well. bow-legged running. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's Where can we go, Paul? <laughs> it's like I'm on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me flail my legs. <laughs> bow-legged son <laughs> Another uh, largely disputed issue, though, with the moon photos is the way that certain shadows are displayed in the pictures. For example, in some photos, the shadow uh, for the legs of the lunar landing module are cast towards the camera, while the shadow of the astronaut a few feet away from the module is cast going to the left of the photo. Again, however, this is easily explained because of the moon's intense reflective surface. I mean, we can see it from Earth because of the sunlight that gets around the Earth and reflects back at us. So it's obviously pretty fucking bright. Shit's gonna reflect a little bit weird up there. And you can uh, technically find a way to simulate that on Earth. However, without having been to the moon, we would never have known how to simulate that. So we obviously wouldn't have simulated it in the first place Mm -hmm. if we faked the moon landing and all of those photographs. So it's kind of a weird mixed bag with conspiracy theorists on this where they're like, look at these pictures. It doesn't make any sense. Shit's all crazy with the shadows. And other ones are like, shit's all crazy with the shadows because they faked these photos. And also they did it in a way that would look like they were on the moon because of... (laughs) What was the question again? (laughs) Let me just go scan my butt real quick, and I'll, give, I'll explain everything. Uh, yeah, but because of the way the, the light is reflected, though, and cast, it can cause shadows to skew or cast differently depending on where you are at any given moment, even to the point where a few feet makes a massive fucking difference. Uh, there is, of course, miles and miles of evidence to prove that we did go to the moon, and just as many miles of bullshit theories claiming that we didn't. Uh, we don't have time, as I said earlier, to go through absolutely every single one of them, but you get the, uh, the basic idea from everything that you've heard so <sighs> far. It's just kind of more of that, where they have more pictures, and they go, look at it, it's weird. And somebody it's, goes, it's, it's weird. not from this planet. It's the moon. And it was the 60s. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most recent theory, though, that has come to light in the past decade comes to us from a guy named... <laughs> a guy named Jay Weedner. Weedner? Weedner. Jesus. W-E-I-D-N-E-R. Jay Weedner, uh, an author and a filmmaker, though, who has proposed theories that uh, include the sun uh, awakening higher levels of human consciousness and the government's alleged use of airborne chemicals to keep us all complacent. He believes that we faked the, the footage and photos of the moon landings, but uh, then that we went to the moon around the same time that we faked all the photos anyway. Just, you know, <laughs> because. Uh, why would you do that? It, as far as he puts it, it's to fool Russia. Uh, It's kind of both uh, the most logical and also the dumbest of all the explanations that are out there. 
uh, he uses one particular example of a promotional photograph taken by NASA's PR before we went to the moon in NASA's mock setup. This was literally something they did before we went, saying, this is what we think it might look like if we went to the moon. Cool. And people went, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's go. Let's go actually <laughs> see what it looks like. So the thing is, once we actually went to the moon some and came back with a lot of photos and a lot of documentation, some very, very, very overzealous moron decided that he just wanted that one extra photo for the press release. And he took one of the stock photos from that simulation, flipped it, like reversed the negative, and then sent it out as part of the press kit. That is literally the only piece of actual evidence that any conspiracy theorist has of a faked photograph of the moon landing. And that is because it was from a mock-up, and NASA has very clearly said, like, yeah, we didn't approve that. Somebody that was in charge of the PR did that. Yeah, I didn't either, uh, but that's pretty much what that is. NASA has issued a statement react, uh, redacting the photograph and apologizing, but again, that hasn't really stopped any conspiracy theorists from running rampant with it. Uh, the last thing I will say, though, uh, about this whole thing is uh, pretty simple that, like, if we did fake the moon landing because of the scale of the NASA projects and all the people involved in research, development, logistics, and so on and so on and so on, there would be a lot more people who had worked on the project to have come out and said something. Yeah. For uh, just Apollo 11 alone, the first mission that we, we sent to the moon of actual people, it took over 400,000 people working day in and day out Holy to complete crap. our journey to the moon, and that's more than the population of many small cities across the U.S. even today. So you can be yeah. pretty fucking sure that we'd have heard more whistleblowers than just Ralph if this shit yeah. were actually <laughs> true. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, though, is from Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's, wow. uh, he's always been pretty well known as saying that it would take more effort just to fake all of the documentation, R&D, and everything else <sighs> to pretend that we went to the moon than it would to actually just go there. <laughs> So we just went there. So we went there. <laughs> uh, they actually, that's... Yeah. That's the other side of the conspiracy. This is my conspiracy. They actually planned, they planned on faking the, the moon landing. Yeah. And they were like, wouldn't this be easier yeah. if we just went? And they're like, ah, I guess we'll just go. <laughs> yeah. The uh, plan, the plan was to fake it all. That actually fits like in. That, that like fits that. in. That fits in with this, because his, his full quote is literally... Uh, it would take so much effort to fake all the R&D, documentation, construction of rockets, cleanup, and hiding of these rockets once they didn't leave the atmosphere, along with having to fake all the footage, photographs, and scientific data that it would be easier and cheaper just to go to the moon than to fake the journey nine, nine separate times. We did it because the laws of physics allow it. Just get over it. <laughs> Which sounds like, yeah, maybe they were gonna fake it, and then some way along the way, the guy doing the math was like... This will actually work. Huh. Like, no. No, 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 no. It'll work. Put some fuel in the rocket and send it up. <laughs> you can just kill me some, if it doesn't. Just put some fuel in it. See what happens. <laughs> it's a gas tank right there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. I think that's probably a good place to, uh, to call it for the evening. Uh, just a little bit of housekeeping here, of course, before we we finish up. Uh, thank you guys all so much at home for hanging out and listening to us and sitting through <sighs> just a lot of... A lot of dicks. Talking a lot of dicks. dicks. There's a lot of dicks. A lot of vasectomy, a lot, a lot of, of Scott's, Scott's dick. dick, a lot of... Yeah, hopefully not so much once... Hey, the world needs more of Scott's dick. <laughs> so it's what Scott's everybody dick. can take The away world needs this. more of Scott's dick, and Scott's dick needs more of the world. Oh, oh man. It's a symbiotic relationship. Uh, I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, thanks again to everybody hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for the use of our theme song, the conspiracy song, to Tim Ireland of the musician Coit off of their collaborated album, Cautionary Campfire Tales. You can check out Tim's work at bloggers, uh, bloggerheads.com, and you can check out Coit's music on iTunes by searching his name spelled K-O-I-T. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at C Contortions. Uh, if you have any conspiracy theories you'd like to hear more about or your own theories or any random ideas for uh, tr- theory, truth, or bullshit, or if you go through your, your really old notes in your phone and you find <laughs> some just funny shit you wrote down, send that in as well. We'll yeah. add it to some of our segments. Yeah, I'll try to figure out what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you will, come we'll, up, we'll come up with a backstory. Or at least a short story that encompasses the yeah. idea of your statement. Uh, <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make one up. Oh man, uh, yeah. You can follow me, of course, uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the John Henry. You can find Aaron at Aaron.Shaver on Instagram, Scott at Scott J underscore Moses on Twitter and Instagram, and Ty at Buzz has a Woody on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I actually changed it. <laughs> it's, you did? Uh, what is it? Uh, it's at Thomas Edison's AIDS calendar. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can uh, you can find uh, Scott, Aaron, and Tyler on all those platforms, and you can find uh, Tyler on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Thomas Edison's AIDS Calendar. You, uh, yeah, and lastly, be sure to, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard for whatever reason, and uh, you... <laughs> if you happen to enjoy it for whatever reason, just understand God if you... have mercy on your soul. <laughs> understand, if you enjoyed this episode, we think less of you <laughs> but we will see you in hell <laughs> what if oh. you hear yourself say that later it's like damn i'm really Not enjoying all. this i can't think any less of myself <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah if you did enjoy this then please uh be sure to leave us a comment or a review or send us an email uh like share subscribe all that shit mainly word of mouth is pretty important hopefully uh we'll be able to Get some more people listening to this, and then we can uh, do more stuff with it. Oh, also, we uh, we do have a, uh, a YouTube channel. You can find that. We'll post links to it on our Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, we had to make it YouTube so as to not get sued by the library. <laughs> yeah. We, we, uh, we did take Tyler to the library to get his library card. And uh, once that's edited down, that'll be up there, hopefully by the time this episode gets released for sure. Uh, and coming up pretty soon, we're going to potentially be putting together some, uh, some merchandise ideas for t-shirts and stuff like that. So, uh, definitely send us just some ideas you have, like bits that you really, really liked that you thought might go good on a t-shirt or something. Let us know what you guys might want and we'll make sure that that happens. Slapping that Mac. Slapping that Mac. Mm -hmm. Uh, the only one that I can say for sure is going to happen is just a t-shirt that is black and has yellow font on it in Star Wars style that says Cognitive Contortions, Sciatica Strikes Back. <laughs> so that will oh, definitely man. be up uh, up for sale sometime That's soon. And uh, thank thank you guys so much for, for hanging out and uh, doing stuff, have, doing stuff like with us. Have, I feel like we You've should You've been have. a great audience. Thanks. You have been a wonderful audience. When we do this... Um, when we do the, if we do a live show, I'm not going to say if, when. When oh, we do a live uh, show, can we just have John Wick playing on mute behind us the entire yes. time? Yes, absolutely. On a backdrop? I don't see. I don't know how else we would I don't do see it. any scenario why we wouldn't. <laughs> yes. Like he does. <laughs> oh, oh, man. This is, this is great. I was, oh, okay, here's the thing. Mm. I was doing some uh, meal prepping yesterday, and usually I either listen to music or I have, like, New Girl or something playing while I'm doing it. And I was just watching Keanu videos. 
Mm-hmm. Just letting him run through. And I was wondering, because the one was about how he might be a vampire or immortal. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering. I've seen that one. It's a conspiracy. Yes. Do you we think could do, could we, do we could do a whole Keanu episode about, about the conspiracy that Keanu Reeves is a vampire slash immortal? Yes. Part two. Do you think <laughs> we can get in contact with him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, part part one of that. Yes. I definitely think we could do a whole episode. Yeah, we do a whole episode. We'll wait on that. We'll sit okay. on it. If things, if this once this gets released, sit if we give it a while it. and it goes well, if we down the road ran out of small theater in Baltimore, make that a live show because oh I see gosh. that being a one-off. Can we bring the couch? I feel like we would have to bring the couch. Yeah. Because no, I also feel like I would have a panic attack. Where else am I going to lay? Yeah, at least like two or three parts of the couch will be enough for the four of us on a Do a live show and all of us just sit there like... I wouldn't say a word. I'm surprised I'm talking tonight. <laughs> just having like... We're you got to get sitting some alcohol there, in you. Sitting there with anxiety is. sweat. It's <laughs> why you... Uh, <laughs> but the the, the trick to, to that... hammered. <laughs> yeah. We would have to get hammered The trick to that is a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And secondly, the lights are all pointing at us and the rest of the room is dark. So it looks like we're just sitting on a big wooden... Wedding horribly. Just, it look, it's like ooh, we're sitting ooh, in the middle or, of it. Or we, yeah. could put, we could put a one-way mirror there so we can't see them, but they can see us. It's <laughs> mm, the only way we won't have social anxiety. Yeah. And in front, just, of, uh, in front of the mirror, we just like put everything that's here now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the TV is it's, the mirror, yeah. but they're all oh, looking at us through the TV. Or we could Dang. we could rent out the small theater and mm. just do it here. But live stream it live to stream the theater, theater. theater so they can watch it. I like that idea. And then, look, look, like, we need audience input. We can't really hear them, but, you know. Yeah. We can make it, it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I like all that. So, uh, for the listeners at home, sorry, for the listener at home, we're going to be starting another GoFundMe um, to start up the uh, Church of Keanu Reeves. Or Church of Keanu has a good, Keanu. good ring to it. Oh, yeah. Been preaching that shit for... A little like, while now. Like two weeks. Yeah, we should do it. The the latter Whoa. day. Should do it. The latter day Keanu's. <laughs> just a good the human being. Latter day vampires. Yeah. Or day vampires. featuring Keanu Reeves. Featuring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> He's a good boy. Kaboom. He's a good boy. <laughs> uh, all right. So when we we're gonna tie off here real quick That's with uh, <laughs> That's good. with uh, one quick from from the comments. It's just the one comment I have. We'll see how it from goes. From the notes. You from want more? The, no, from the comments. All right. Since somebody can't come up with their own titles, oh. just change the word comments to notes. It's fine. What else? What else would I have called it? It's from the notes, fucker. Oh, <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> it's from the notes, fucker. <laughs> that's better. That's good. I'm trying to remember that next week. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this is our one uh, from the comments that we have for the evening uh, from Mark Black. I don't know why he used his actual name, but fuck you. You put it on YouTube. Everyone could see it. What if it's not? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chad Gray. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, if... Uh, yeah, and Mark Black says, if Buzz truly went to the moon, then why is he always so violent when asked? And why refuse to swear on the Bible? And why can we not go back with today's technology since we are 2018, more advanced than we were in the 60s and 70s 
ever were. So explain <laughs> that to us, NASA, Walt Disney. NASA. And since Walt Buzzy Old. Yeah, Walt Disney and NASA. <laughs> explain that. Explain it, damn it. And if old Buzzy Old Boy and dear old Uncle Walt were both Freemasons of a higher order, NASA having so much Nazi scientists, who the fuck will ever know the truth since all were liars at heart? Man. Uh. Just for some point of reference there, when he says that Buzz Aldrin got gets violent when asked about it, there's a particularly wonderful clip of uh, some dickhead asshole cornering Buzz Aldrin outside of, I think, like his apartment where he lives. Who's a, This guy's a, I can't remember his fucking name. It doesn't matter. He's a conspiracy theorist, though, talking about the moon, and he basically just kind of approaches Buzz Aldrin without any pre-communication uh, outside of his apartment or hotel or wherever he was unsolicited and goes up to him and says why are you lying about the moon and buzz aldrin just kind of gives him a look that says i'm not fucking around and says get away from me right now and the guy says uh, this is actually when the guy says because you're a coward and you're a liar and about this point buzz aldrin punches him in the face oh my <laughs> uh i'm gonna say it I has need to, to see this video yeah, i'm gonna say it has to do around the point that he calls him a coward he yeah. went over the line because buzz aldrin was a fucking war hero and one of a few people who walked on the moon and one of the two first people yeah. to ever do that so i'm gonna say that guy got what he deserved oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Man. What did you search to find that? Buzz Aldrin punch. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, dear Man. listener, you want a good chuckle? Just Google Buzz Aldrin punch, and uh, I'd say I'd say he was in the uh, in the right there. <laughs> Man, so old too. Yeah. <laughs> this old Buzz old, dude in the face. Old That's Buzz. Great. Got him. Yeah. Makes me happy. Got him. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody, and uh, as always, uh, don't let the sciatica get you. Damn.